Chills, a weekly podcast where we discuss the paranormal, true crime, conspiracies, and anything creepy. I'm your host, Preston Porce. And I'm Nina Cardona. This week, we have personal paranormal stories for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Chills. Today on Chills, we will be talking about a topic that I truly find terrifying. We will be talking about sleep paralysis. But what exactly is sleep paralysis? According to Wikipedia, sleep paralysis is a state during waking up or falling asleep in which a person is aware but unable to move or speak. During an episode, one may hallucinate, hear, feel, or see things that are not there, which often results in fear. Episodes generally last less than a couple of minutes. It may occur as a single episode or be reoccurrent. Males and females are also affected equally. And according to WebMD, just why or how it happens isn't clear. Researchers believe sleep paralysis is caused by a disturbed rapid eye movement cycle because it normally happens as people are falling asleep or coming out of the REM sleep. During that stage, their brains normally paralyze their muscles anyways, so they don't act out their dreams. But during sleep paralysis, the sleeper is awake, or half awake, and so is aware they cannot move. Other causes include stress or disturbed sleep schedules. Several studies have also found links between social anxiety or panic disorders and sleep paralysis. Clearly, an episode of sleep paralysis can be scary, which has led to some unorthodox theories. Researchers show that people in countries as diverse as China, East Africa, Mexico, Newfoundland, and the United States have long believed that paralysis is caused by demons, witches, or other supernatural creatures sitting on their chests. End quote. So let's get into the paranormal side. If you have ever had sleep paralysis, you know it's a truly terrifying experience. When a person wakes up during sleep paralysis, they aren't able to move or speak. The only thing they're able to do is move their eyes and breathe. This is because when a person is in their dream state, they are paralyzed. This way they don't act out their dreams. But why is it that people see demons, witches, and even a man in a hat? The hat man is a humanoid figure, a black shadow, or silhouette. No facial features are visible. All you see is a shadow of a man in a hat. The hat is described as a brimmed hat, something like a fedora. When people see him, they feel the sense of fear. They are unable to move and they feel a tightness in their chest. Once they are able to move again, he disappears. Experiencing sleep paralysis and seeing demons has appeared across different cultures and throughout history. It has even inspired art that can be dated back to ancient times. I will have these pictures up on the Chills Podcast Instagram for those of you who are interested. You can find them at Chills Podcast NP. NP as in Nina and Preston. 
There are records of a doctor in ancient Greece who talks about a demon who would frequently visit his patients when they were sleeping and either sit on their chest or press down on them. There are even folktales surrounding sleep paralysis and the demons one sees. The correct term for this is terrifying hypnagogic hallucinations. This is when a person wakes up during sleep paralysis and they essentially see these demons or creatures that are trying to hurt them. The thing is, scientists cannot fully explain why everyone sees the same thing. These are people from around the world, from different countries, and even different time periods. When it comes to the hat man, a psychologist theorized that he comes from pop culture. Subconsciously, we might think of Freddy Krueger. He is a man in a hat, and when you see a shadow, it looks like what appears to be a sleep paralysis demon. Not to mention, the movie is inspired by sleep paralysis and the fact that he can harm you even in your sleep. But again, this is just a theory. No one really understands why everyone sees the same thing. Unfortunately, I have actually experienced sleep paralysis. This was years ago when I was a teenager, maybe around 13 years old. This was during the summertime, and we went to visit my grandparents in Mexico. I remember going to sleep that night. My siblings and I were sharing a room. I remember it being dark in the room. If you know me, I am terrified of the dark. As a kid, I had night terrors. I have also had several paranormal encounters by this time, so I don't like the dark. Even till this day, I have to sleep with the TV on or a nightlight, which sounds childish, I know, but I have seen some stuff. Anyways, I remember waking up in the middle of the night and not being able to move. It felt like there were hands holding down my arms and legs. I also felt this weight on my chest and for some reason I pictured a demon sitting on my chest or just sitting on me in general. Even though it was pitch black and I couldn't see anything, I honestly don't know why that's like the first thing I thought of. I was having trouble breathing and all I remember is waking up that morning. I was so relieved that there was light coming into the room from the window. I immediately got up and left the room. I was so freaked out I didn't want to tell anyone what happened. For years I kept the story to myself. It wasn't until I heard someone mention sleep paralysis that I knew what I had experienced. Although I have only experienced sleep paralysis once, I've had had my fair share of nightmares. In my late teens, early 20s, I would constantly have nightmares. I basically dreaded going to sleep because I knew I would have a nightmare. It would happen almost every night. And these were really bad nightmares or night terrors. I would wake up sweating, crying, and in a state of fear. Sometimes I would go the whole day feeling scared and jumpy. Honestly, don't remember anything except for one, but maybe that's for the better. I don't know why I was having these nightmares, but I just wanted them to stop. I would pray before bed and usually it worked. There were a handful of times it didn't. I was tired of feeling hopeless, so I did some research on how to stop having nightmares. This is when I came across lucid dreaming. For those of you who don't know, lucid dreaming is when you are aware that you are dreaming. 
and if you are aware that you are lucid dreaming, you are able to wake up or control your dream. I found a couple of ways to tell if you were dreaming. There are two ways that stuck out to me. One was to look at your hands. If something seems off, then you're dreaming. Second was time. For example, if you look at your watch and you can't tell what time it is, or if it keeps changing, then you're dreaming. I was able to use one of these techniques. It was a couple years ago and I was having a nightmare. I was so scared and I was thinking to myself, this can't be really happening. This is when I remembered the technique that I learned. I looked at my hands and saw that my nails were painted a bright blue color. It was odd to me because when I paint my nails, I tend to stick to red, periwinkle, or nude. Not to mention that night I had just painted them red. So I thought to myself, why are they a bright blue color? This is when I knew I was dreaming and I was able to wake myself up. Since then, I haven't had a nightmare in quite some time now. So the next time you're having a nightmare, just try to find something out of the ordinary. Maybe you were able to lucid dream too. So this dream happened a few years ago. I think it was 2017. And this is the first and only time I've had a dream like this. Every year growing up, I would take a trip to Oklahoma City to visit my grandmother. I'm not sure how old her house is, but it feels like it's pretty old. Every time we'd visit, we'd stay in this guest room at the front of the house. It was your standard bedroom, kind of small, nothing too crazy. My grandmother passed away in 2017. She was getting up there in age, so to keep her comfortable during the days leading up to her death, the family kept her at the house. She was set up in the guest bedroom, and that's eventually the room that she passed away in. So my dream starts off in that room. I'm laying in the bed, and I start to hear my great-grandmother's voice whisper my name. It starts off very subtle, but she's whispering fast enough like she's trying to wake me up. I open my eyes, and I'm frozen. I notice out of the corner of my eye that there's a black shadow standing next to me. It seems human, but has no features, no face, no nothing. It's just a black mass in human form. Immediately I start to panic, but I'm still frozen. The only thing I can move is my left hand. So I start moving that hand around as fast as I could. My arm is frozen, so it's just my hand grabbing and panicking and searching for anything. All of a sudden I feel your hand. I can't see you, I can't turn my head, I can't roll over, but I know it's your hand. It's soft and it's comforting. It calms me down. As soon as I hold your hand, my body shoots up like they do in movies when someone's having a bad dream. I'm sitting up now, but I'm still frozen. I can see what's right in front of me in that room. There's a mirror on top of a dresser. It's an old dresser. One that's never been in that guest room and one I don't recognize. The mirror is on top of it, and next to the dresser is the shadow figure sitting in an old chair. I still can't move my body, so all I can do is stare straight into that mirror. I'm looking at myself. My reflection is in the mirror, but it's a different version of me. In the mirror, I look like the shadow figure. I can't see my face, hair, torso, anything. All I can see are red eyes. I'm completely black with red eyes. They're glowing and they're staring back at me. 
Soon after, the mirror starts to warp. There's an image in my torso area now. The red eyes are still staring at me, but all I can do is look at what's being shown in my torso. And I'll never forget what I saw in that image. It was how I die. In that image starts to play a video. I'm on the sidewalk in a busy city. I'm standing in front of a store in what looks like a downtown area. I'm standing in front of someone and I'm talking to them. I don't know who they are. I can't tell you what they look like or anything about them. There's people passing all around us when all of a sudden, whoever I'm talking to pulls out a gun and shoots me in the chest. I look down, put my hand over my chest, and blood starts pouring over my fingers. I look back up, start to stumble, and take a few steps backwards and slip off the curb. I fall on my back into the street and look to my right. As soon as I turn my head, I see the grill of a car and I'm immediately run over. As soon as that car hits me, the image in the mirror goes away and my body shoots back down into the bed. I still can't move, so I'm staring straight up at the ceiling. All of a sudden, my head starts to turn to the right, and it's not a smooth turn either, like I'm looking around. My head is glitching and I can't control it. My head finally tilts all the way to the right, and standing next to me is that shadow figure from before. It's literally just standing next to the bed and looking down, watching me. All I can do is stare at it where its eyes should be. Then all of a sudden I wake up. It's around 4am, I'm not sweating or anything but I'm alert. And that's when I immediately text you to see if you're awake. So I remember when he texted me. The crazy thing is, I also woke up at 4am. I checked my phone to look at the time. That's when I see an incoming text. It's Preston asking me if I'm awake. So oddly enough, I happened to wake up at the exact same time he did. Is that a coincidence? I'll let you decide. And that concludes this week's episode of Chills. Thank you for listening, everyone. Remember, you can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would really help. And we're also accepting listener stories, so be sure to send in yours at chillspodcastnp@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.